Greetings, my fellow from Low Sovereign Thinkers. Thank you for tuning in to the L3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Monday, February 27th, 2023. This is episode 1625, Colorado's Sunset Wild West Gun Bills. Before I proceed, you can find me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Just type in Lucky Luck number three, Lucky Luck Roman number three, or the Lucky Luck Roman number three podcast, which there are three eyes for Roman number three, okay? In addition, if you got information or want to contact me in general, please always use the quorum. Email me at number 3 at protonmail.com. If you don't donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash number 3 Woo, man. So I saw some really cool stuff out there. And uh, I enjoyed what Woody Harrison had to say from the monologue of Saturday Night Live. I'm not a big fan of the show, but it was great about the drug cartel. <laughs> we had fun. Okay. One thing about him, he talked about the whole division and so forth, which is uh, which is um, ludicrous. We need to all get along. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what we look like. Who cares what the other hacks think on these Ramesseen polls about, it? like, only great amount of blacks think that it's not okay to be white. Who cares what they think? They're nothing more than chumps, trolls, obstacles, and people that want attention. That's just one example. You always got your little folks with that toxic nature. Do yourself a favor. Flush them out of your, of your system because they're contaminating space. You don't need them. They're bad associates. All right? That's one thing I know. Even the guy from Dilbert made made thing, his thing too. Because he got a bunch of, like, saying about, you know, guys, say, well, the whites should stay away from blacks. You know, you know what? Segregate on your own time. I judge people by their content, and I understand the whole fear monger and the mind control and what the news media is trying to tell us how to think. And you got folks out there parroting ethno privilege or one group is, 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 is sub, subspecies to others. It's been going on for a very long time. Like I said before, it's nothing more than recycled pus. Don't consume it. Don't bathe in it. You avoid it like a plague. Start thinking for yourself. Don't look like them, act like them, or smell like them. Thou shalt not be in her conformity. Oh, that's just one thing I have to say for sure. And, um, and of course, some of the toxic waste from East Palestine was trying to ship it to some toxic dump site in Houston, Texas. And it looks like people start calling it out, made phone calls to Governor Greg Abbott and even Sheila Jackson Lee, I think her name is. The, the lunatic from uh from the Houston district, but she said no way in hell. You know what? Like them or not, thank her. <laughs> so trust me, you all have disagreements, but if they do something right, thank these, thank your elected servant on on that. Because I don't want to see anyone get caught in that gar- crap. Come on, you, you gotta go a thousand miles away to to put it in that site. And a lot of controversy with that as well on East Palestine. And the way they handle things, so the experts were like, who are chemical experts, they were like, what the? They were, they freaked out. Like, wow. And I know, I know there's a lot of negative effects in that area. And, of course, you know, uh, I see Budavidge and, um, you know, and that, and that glamorous snowflake of her press secretary don't want to talk on in front of the camera. You know what? If you can't handle that, you're a press secretary. Be a Walmart greeter, okay? Because right there you're telling people, I am pathetic at my job. Shame on that broad. All right, but I do give uh, I do give props to, what's her name, uh, Sarah Hernandez. 
for sticking to her guns. Freedom of the press is legit, even in the Ohio Constitution. So all of her and their la and their lackey security guards get all sticky. You don't like it? Leave. Go deport your ass somewhere else. Plain and simple. And of course, there's one video from LifeSite News that talked about the uh, what's his name, Pope Francis being kind of ties to the Communist Pact. Well, I'm not surprised. All I can do is listen to his rhetoric. He's One World Order 101. That's right. Another globus Uncle Tom. And he claimed to claim to be holy. <laughs> holy to the state. Holy to the status. Okay. So what can you say about that? But, um, oh, man, I'm just like, I'm not like getting angry and all that. I just like get inspired. Yeah, it's good to get mad, but I always help you be productive. It's better. And I'll. And like always, oh, stick to your principles. And I know it's talking about Joseph it Peanut Boy, Jeb Bush, is endorsing, um, is, is like supporting Ron DeSantis to be president of the United States. I encourage Governor DeSantis not to run. Get that chump out of, get that warmongering demonad out of your life because he's gonna try to benefit and it may take advantage over you. And that's I I don't I'm not too crazy about. I did a show um. Years ago, you can find it on Spreaker about the Sanders Gillum debate, gubernatorial candidates don't believe the hype. And I and I and I explained that some of the bills he, he supported, which was unconstitutional, especially on surveillance and foreign policy, World Bank, NATO, expand and sending money to NATO. And the Sanders did, did that has done that as a congressman. Doesn't mean every but a lot of most stuff he, he did was constitutional, but a great amount, like at least thirty percent as a term. Uh, as his career as the House of Representatives could have been better. And foreign policy is his greatest flaw. Okay, so I know he did um let by he's not really crazy about the whole thing, shit sending money to Ukraine. So I will agree with Governor's stance on that too. And people that hear my if you know my shows and my podcast, you understand I go I try I just go by the pros and cons. And that's being fair because I don't want to have people go, Yes, Ron DeSantis, my Lord and Savior or Oh, I love Trump. Oh, I hate Trump with the passion. Anything he does, I despise him. Don't be a cultist. Be the boss. Let them let them serve you. Well, all right. Well, I'd be enough of my little rant here. But there's a lot of insane stuff going on. And and um and and a hey, still keep on putting the pressure on not supporting the Ukraine, the war in Ukraine. No more um foreign aid. Not just an empire for any from any other for every other nation. Uh, and um, I know a lot of controversy going on too with Israel and some of the, some of the Palestinians' homes are being burnt. It's considered war crimes and being burnt to the ground. And it's not going after not being any, don't worry, it's not being anti-Semitic if you're going to criticize tyranny in, from the Israeli government. Okay, so don't even worry about them calling you anti-Semitic. If they say you're anti-Semitic, you know what? You go, welcome from 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 your from your mindset. That's a badge of honor, because what they're doing is anti-Semitic. Okay, the criminal elements. Good men are Palestinians too. Many of them are Middle Eastern, Arab, and so forth. And a good amount of them too are Christians and Jews. All right, so think about that. But all right, well, left me left me uh talking smack here. I'm not digress. But one thing for sure, I'll be right back, so stay tuned. Cool, so I'll be um, narrating this article. 
came from thenewamerican.com, written by David Kelly. It says here, Gumbill introduced to Sunset Wild West in Colorado. And this is what he has to say. Colorado's Democrat-controlled 2023 state legislative session began with a draft bill on an assault weapons ban that was mysteriously leaked out of the chamber, giving various state media outlets and gun rights groups an opportunity to opine on the proposed legislation entitled the Mass Shooter Prevention Act. The bill would do three main things to find what's an assault weapon is and what firearm components qualify as one, prohibit the sale and manufacture those weapons in the state, and ban rapid fire trigger activators. Police officers, military members, and government officer agents in their official capacities will be exempt from the law, reported KOAA News. Have you, heard, have you ever heard that before? Sounds familiar to all my friends down in Florida. Remember that so-called semi-auto ban? The police and the military are exempt. Yeah. No equal due process. Of, no equal protection of the law, right? Bias as we want to be. But we'll continue. The Mass Shooter Prevention Act is one of many bills Democrat state lawmakers are seeking to introduce this legislative session. The lawmakers sponsoring these bills are looking to find a solution to ending gun violence in the state using the recent Q- Club Q mass shooting in Colorado Springs as a catalyst. The draft bill reads, assault weapon and civilian hands endanger Colorado street stores, restaurants, places of worship, music venues, schools, movie theaters, and communities at large. With an assault weapon, even a firearm novice can perpetrate a mass casualty incident. So, it's a bad thing, folks. Bad. In their, in their realm. There's no word yet when this controversial and most likely highly contested bill will be introduced. If ever, especially since the controlling Democratic Party is said to be divided over a statewide assault weapons ban. In the meantime, Democratic state lawmakers have sharpened their pencils, writing and introducing last Thursday four anti-gun bills that they do agree on. Here's one right here, an extension to 2019's false flag legislation titled Extreme Risk Protection Order Petitions, SB 23-170. The bill summaries read, under a current law, a family or household member and a law enforcement officer agency can petition for an extreme risk protection order. The bill expands the list of who can petition for an extreme risk protection order to include to include licensed medical providers, licensed mental care providers, licensed educators, and district attorneys. So, guilty to a proven innocent. I love due process, right? Increasing minimum age to purchase firearms. SB 23-169 would raise the age to purchase and possess a shotgun or rifle to 21. The matching current law for handguns. So, there would be exceptions for members of the military, police, hunters, and people younger, 
than 21 who are under the supervision of someone who is older. Okay. So, you can be tr tried as an adult from 18 to 20. You can vote. You can go to the military, but you can't own a firearm until you're 21. Nope. So, you're not, you're, you're just a semi-adult. Gun violence victims to access to the judicial system. SB 23-168 would repeal current law that limits product liability actions against manufacturers of firearms and ammunition and make it easy to sue gun manufacturers and sellers due to unlawful misuse by third party. So, we'll blame it on you for what happened to me by someone else. How astute is that, right? It's called sucking them dry, baby. That's all it is. Rain period to deliver a firearm, HB 23-1219, would impose a three-day waiting period after initiation of required background check from when someone purchases a handgun to when they can take possession of the weapon. It is not a successful platform, folks. I'll give you one disturbing example. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, the demon that purchased that firearm. Had to only wait five days, business days, to have his hands on it under Broward County Ordinance 18-96. Look it up. And I can say this. I voted against those local options in 1998. Now, reality hits. And I'm not going to say I told you so because that's not how I am. According to... Colorado Politics, SB 23-168, is a workaround federal law to know, to known as Protection of Law, Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, which has shielded the firearms industry from liability when someone uses a firearm unlawfully. Sponsors Senator, Senator Sonia Jacquez-Lewis, Democrat from Longmont, said the bill will give victims access to justice. She noted that three states, including Colorado, had the most punitive language that stopped gun violence survivors from having their day in court. The bill will create a code of conduct that will hold firearm businesses accountable, she said. Pathetic, right? At, the, at a press conference announcing the four... New gun bill assistant House Majority Leader Jennifer Bacon, a Denver Democrat, said, while this today is an expanded step of what we can do to protect lives, this is a part, still a part of our journey. You can expect us to continue this work. Colorado Governor Jared Polis, a Democrat starting his second term, signaled several gun control measures into law during his last term and is on record for wanting to ban unregistered ghost guns in Colorado. Ghost guns are farms that are privately assembled and untraceable. They, they can put together from a buy-bill shoot kit or, other, or from other parts, or they can be 3D printed, unlike other guns. These weapons don't have serial numbers. A gun go, uh, ghost gun bill is anticipated to be introduced in the session. So right there, there's, they're talking about anti Right of privacy. Yeah, you can have an abortion. 
Okay, to protect your privacy, but if you if you own a fire if you get um, firearm parts and assemble it yourself, they don't want that. See, double standards. Hallelujah. All right. State House Republicans are facing an uphill battle and facing the introduced gun bills per Colorado Sun. House Minority Leader Mike Lynch, Republican from Wellington, said State House Re uh, Republicans' opposition would be similar to the overnight debate they forced on a 2022 Democratic measure that enshrined abortions access in state law. The measure was approved in the House and signed into law by the governor. Despite the delay, we will push every imaginable amendment you can think of, Lynch said. With Democrats in control of the Colorado legislature and Governor Polls support of the proposed legislation, it appears that the nanny state leftists may be soon be able to celebrate the destruction of the once Wild West with these new anti-gun laws. The only, only the off chance a successful constitutional challenge can slow or reverse the course of Colorado becoming a Marxist paradise. And um, I have to agree with them on that. I'll, I can be very frank. What they're doing to the beautiful people in the Mount, Rocky Mountain State is treasonous. Yeah. Treasonous whores, I call them. Treasonous bods. And the reason why I address this because there are so many sections... A good amount are contradicting that state's Bill of Rights, which is Article 2. And I love what the text of the preamble has to say. In order to assert our rights, acknowledge our duties, and proclaim the principles upon which our government is founded, we declare. Okay? And of course, Section 1 says about the political power is vested and derived from the people. And it, all, and it all originated from the people for government. Okay? All you hit section three. Inalienable rights. All persons have certain natural, essential, and inalienable rights, among which may be reckoned the right of enjoying and defending their lives and liberties and acquiring, possessing, and protecting property and of seeking, obtaining their safety and happiness. Has it, is this, um, can, can this, can, does that, does, does those bills conflict that law? Yes. And let me just hit number, se uh, section seven. Oops, I goofed up here. Let's hit section seven. Searches and seizures. Security of pro uh, person and property searches and seizures warrants. Very similar to the Fourth Amendment. They can't just take it from because of some red flag law, okay? Everyone has the right to protect their property. So Section 7, very similar to the Fourth Amendment. With Section 9, treason of states of suicide. Treason against the state can consist only in levying war against it or inheriting to his enemies giving them aid and comfort no person can be convicted of treason unless on the testimony of two witnesses is the same over act on his confessions in open court i'll just leave it at that and so no person can be attained to treason or by felony by the general assembly hmm. 
That's interesting on that. But the whole thing is, it is um my my view. And this is just that's why I said that those bills, the bills are considered treated because especially the semi-auto ban, they won't the only only if you're a government um, delegate rather than the military, police, and government official. So right there, no do um, no equal protections. All right. So I'll hit number 11, ex post facto laws. No ex post, no ex post facto law, nor law impairing the obligation contract or retrospective in its operations or making any irrevocable grant of special privileges, franchises, or immunities shall be passed by the General Assembly. So can we say these are considered illegal contracts? Yes. The fact. No opinion. And, and I don't care what your feelings have to say. 13, right to bear arms, the right of a person, of no person to keep and bear arms in defense of his home, person, or property, or in aid of a civil power, when thereto legally summoned, shall be called into question, but nothing herein contained shall be construed to justify the practice of carrying concealed weapons. So, right there, it violates that enactment too. Yes, violates that law. It's a fact on its face. All right, we'll hit 25. Section 25 talks about, from correct, due process. No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. In my opinion, what they're doing is a form of involuntary servitude or slavery. Liberty for power for we, but none for thee. Which is illegal. Under It is legal. Right here it says there shall never be in the state of either, either slavery or nor involuntary servitude, that's a great challenge. You throw that at them. The people, the people in Colorado should throw that at your elected servants. Okay. And um, 28, rights reserved, not disparaged. The enumeration of this constitution of certain rights should not be construed to deny, impair, or disparage, or disparage others retained by the people, equivalent to the Ninth Amendment. So all those bills that they want to do, they're trying to propose is void and without force on its face. So, based on that, you can eject it under prima facie just cause. All you gotta do is look up your Bill of Rights, those sections I just narrated. And what's really cool, too, anyone that wants to push for this, every elected official can be recalled under. Article, Article 21, Section 1 of Colorado's Constitution. Oh, yeah. State officers may be recalled. It tells you all about it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to leave this, I'm going to leave this to the to the memos. Now, I'll, I'll just read on here on the, um, I'll read the whole thing. What the hell, right? <laughs> it says here, um, security, signature requirement for a recall to qualify for the ballot supporters must file signatures equal number of 25% of the entire vote cast at the last preceding election for all candidates for the position which the incumbent sought to be recalled uh, occupies. The position must be signed by registered electors entitled to vote for a successor of the incumbent sought to be recalled. Filing for a recall. A first, first a, a recall vote must be filed with the office in which 
nomination petitions are filled are filed for the officials that is being recalled. Generally, this um, office is the uh, Colorado Secretary of State. The petition must include a statement of no less than 200 words explaining the ground on which the official is to be recalled. This regulation is for the benefit of citizens who will sign a petition. Circulation after the petition is approved by the Secretary of State. Circulation of the petition may begin. Petitioners have 60 days to gather the proper number of signatures. After the proper uh, number of signatures have been gathered, the petition is submitted to the office in which it was filed to be deemed sufficient. This entails verifying the signatures. Once the petition has been deemed sufficient, the office in which it was filed will deliver petition along with the certificate of its sufficiency to the governor, who will then set a date for the recall election. And right here, too, recall election. After the petition has been deemed sufficient, the official against whom the recall was filed may resign within five days without having a recall election held against them. If the official does not resign, the recall election will go on as scheduled. The election will be held not more than 60 days after the petition was deemed sufficient, but not within 30 days after. However, if a general election is within 90 days of filing, then the recall election will be held in conjunction with the general election. The ballot will include the original statement from the petitioners as to why the official in question should be recalled, as well as no more than 300-word rebuttal from the official if the official submits a statement. The ballot will have two boxes marked yes, approving the recall, and no, disapproving the recall. There will also be a list of candidates from whom those who voted for the recall may vote to replace the official. In this sense, the recall election is held simultaneously with the election of the new official. If majority of participants vote no in the recall, the official against whom the recall was filed will remain in his or her position. If there is a majority of yes votes, then the new official will be the candidate on the list with the most votes. So that's pretty damn cool. The links too for Article 21, Section 1 of the Colorado Constitution is in this link. And that's another thing you guys can do. And in addition, you should check on your counties. I know um, according to SanctuaryCounties.com, there is um, many of the counties, looks like more than half the counties in Colorado have a level of um, two, two, uh, two, two, uh, two a sanctuary or two a sanctuary or pro two a resolutions. And I always pre suggest that each county in co in that state should contact his sheriff for what is your views on these bills. And if he does, if he goes, he's not. If he doesn't, if he's against it, and let them know you have their backs too. Because they have the power to tell them where to go. Remember, they have an oath to uh, to honor. So this is really a good thing, a good opportunity to tell these people where to go. And I will say this. If they co-sponsor it and they vote for it, do a petition. Do the petition to tell them to beat it. That's the way to do it, including the governor too. Get them all. Get them all. Because I know some awesome people in that state. Of course, you have your crackpots, but people who lived there for a long time don't like this contamination of tyranny. So, yes, defend Colorado. 
That's all I have to say about this. What are your views? I would love to hear from people from Colorado on this also. And that will be it. I would like to thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, and something interesting to check out, whatever you do, please send a correspondence to the corner. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes of the of this um episode on my page. If you want to contact me, you can go to luckyluck number zero three or protemail.com. Want to donate? Go to paypal.me or cash.at forward slash luckyluck number three. If you want to support the new American, awesome. Donate, subscribe. They got good stuff, so I'll give them credit because they do their homework on a lot of things and um, give them give them give them, give them a little love. All right, all right, my friends. Once again, thank you for your time. Plus, always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love, and may your guardian spirits be with you.